Do you consider yourself normal? Then this is not the show for you. Please go somewhere else. This is WYRD. If it's getting weird, it's got to be the Weird Mountain Gals show. You're listening to Byron and Alicia, the Weird Mountain Gals. TikTok. No, I'm not on. Well, parts of me are on the TikTok because I did that uh, that energy trap thing that I do. I did a class on that, and then suddenly here I am on the TikTok. Somebody I don't know who I guess was in that class uh, is doing the energy chat on the TikTok. Well, but they did tag me in it, so you're tagged, tagged, tagged in TikTok. <laughs> dear gods, what will happen next? I don't know. I'm just not at that level yet. I'm, nobody's no, going to tag me. I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of TikTok. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm not worthy of all that damn drama. I don't know that I've heard much of anything good about God, it. It just seems like it is a lot of drama. <laughs> a lot of drama. Well, I've been uh, working with a buddy of mine, uh, Jay, and he's going to do a series of videos for me. And he was like, oh, and it could be here, and it could be here. I don't know, and I was just like, oh boy, maybe I could be on TikTok. Boy, wouldn't that be great? Uh, <laughs> it'll be something if you Fool's are. names and fool's faces are always found in public places, what mm. my grandma used to say every That's time a... I was in the paper. Say that again. Fool's names and fool's faces are always found in public places. <laughs> when you'd be in the newspaper. Uh-huh, yeah. Well, as far as newspaper goes, I remember that... There's a gal who was a reporter there, and she'd say, plagiarize, plagiarize, that's why God made your eyes. <laughs> I was like, dang. I swear that used to be a big deal, and now people, it's like, somebody plagiarized my whatever, and they go, eh, eh, whatever, I, eh, plagiarizing. It's because you can't control it. Nah, nah. You cannot control that stuff. Well, I mean, in theory, you can control some of it. Did you know... I guess you could put a big old hex on them. It's like, did you actually plagiarize that? Well, damn, son, I'm licking my right thumb. I'm putting it into my left palm. I hope you enjoyed it when your willy worked, because it ain't going to work no oh. more. <laughs> oh, boy. Now, that should be a T-shirt. I hope you enjoyed it when your willy worked, because it ain't going to work no more. And then just have that. My thumb. The thumb. Thumbs up. If you'll help me remember that, I'll make you a meme or a design or something. Golly, you know, we we have t-shirt ideas all there. We ought to go into the t-shirt business. That, get rid of these damn Revelator cards and just print us out some nice t-shirts. <laughs> the Revelator cards. <laughs> I don't, yeah, yeah, with cards written on the front of the shirt. No, I don't think I don't think people will let us get rid of the Revelator no, cards. No, no, I guess not. And I don't think they should. <laughs> we need to have those cards. They need to be out there. I tell you, after I had them here for our little video last week, yeah. um, I took them home and I pasted up a couple others. And I kind of, I didn't shuffle them exactly, but I mixed them up. And then I laid out a reading and I went, dang, you can read these cards. Nice. That's good. That's um, very good. Uh, so you good. know, sometimes... The pictures are pretty, but you look at it and it's like, uh, I don't know what, I don't, I can't, uh. I'm so excited. Me too. I really am. I, I never knew there were so many types of decks. Not just types of decks, but oh. the artwork on them. Oh, lordy. I have lordy. never. Well, and you know, I think the shop has got this constant churn of card decks. They've, they've got, at any given time, a hundred yeah. decks at least. And it's it's crazy how people come in and I watch them and they'll just nee, 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 phone in on one and poop it's, it's yeah. in the basket. That's why you have to do it. You have to do the magic hands. Yep. When my daughter, who's now older than the hills, she turned thirty this year. Oh no. She wanted to get her first tarot deck, and we went into a shop to 
to get it and and I said, honey, just put your hand up and you will find one that will, you know, it'll be like a magnetic pull and you'll go, oh, that's the one for me. So I wandered around the shop and, you know, looked at other things and she came up to me. She was maybe 10, 11, something like that. And she'd been playing with a little fairy deck or unicorn deck or whatever, you know, little girls play with. So she came up and, and I'm looking at it. Oh, well, that's, that's an interesting looking deck. It's called the Cosmic Tribe. So I go and I pay for it and I go, this is my daughter's first tarot deck. And the person's checking us out and looking at me like, huh, well, you must be a very, very permissive mother, I guess. I mean, I'm thinking of that afterwards <laughs> at the time. She's just like, huh, you bought your daughter a tarot deck. What a weirdo you are. So we get in the car and she's ripped the cellophane off and she's open and she's like, and I'm driving and I hear, hey, there's a naked person. <laughs> and I'm thinking, well, you know, the lover's car, two yeah. naked people. Hey, there's another naked person. And, and here's another na naked person. <laughs> and if you don't know the deck, it's a beautiful deck. But it is an awful lot of naked people. And they are that kind of posterized photograph. So they're actually human beings who are naked. And it's, she just kept saying, and there's a mom. I didn't know there's so many naked people on the in the tarot deck, and I pulled over and I said, "Give me that deck," and I went through it. And an awful lot of the the people in it are without clothes, are sky clad, as some sky clad. They are sky clad. They're wearing only the sky. Um, and I said, "Well, this is a really good deck, and I like it a lot, but I don't think it's a good deck for you." Because I think you're going to get distracted. You already are distracted. Like, oh, that's naked, that's... And she's, of course, at that time, had seen naked people. It wasn't such a big deal. But you need to be able to connect with a deck of cards deeply, intuitively. I think that's my opinion. Well, and, and you would know. Yeah. And she, she was just going to be hung up on the images. So mm. we went back and we, we, she did the magic hands again. And she came up with a, it was not a silly little deck, but it was a simple deck. Yeah. And that was, her, that was her starter deck. And that one worked real well. Well, I've seen some really simple decks. And yeah, I, I'm not saying that I haven't played some with the cards, but I've never had that real connection. But I actually, I really feel like I've got a connection already to these cards. And I'm excited about it. Me too. I'll be glad. I'll be glad when I can feel satisfied enough with the art to just turn them over to you for the rest of the process. Yeah. Because yeah. then then I'll be excited about, ooh, ooh, <laughs> what, when I hold them in my hands, how's that going to feel? It's going to feel real good. Is how I think so. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm excited about, I, I'll be honest, I'm excited about doing the Kickstarter because yeah, I never have. Yeah. And I kind of feel like, well, this is our core group that we'll be talking to and offering the cards to. Mm -hmm. And they're the ones that should have the first deck. I think so. You know? I think so too. Yeah. And I and I like the idea of doing a limited edition deck. Mm -hmm. Because there are people out here out in the world who collect uh divining cards. Mm -hmm. I've whether seen they're tarot or otherwise. Or oracle and, cards or whatever. So, you call yeah. Them. So they want they you know, they want the first ones out of the shoot and that's fine, but then I want it to. I want them to be affordable, so anybody, especially my beloved Appalachian diaspora. Yeah. So anybody who you know wants to read them is called to them. It's not you know it's not too expensive. So that'll be good. That'll be good. I I'm a little nervous about Kickstarter because it feels like it's a lot of information. It is. That I have to have written down. I, I can't. I can't keep it in my head at this point, but. Yeah. Gee, I wonder yeah, why I haven't I seen your calendar today. <laughs> Y'all, this was so funny, and maybe I'll make a picture and put it on, on our Facebook page, but uh, <laughs> Alicia asked me about something. If you could just, something, 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 June, and I said, wait a minute, <laughs> and I fished around my bag, and I pulled out my calendar, and I turned on the damn overhead light, and I laid it out in front of her, and I said, here is my June. Darling. And she was like, oh, uh, uh, yeah, uh, never mind. 
June is busting out all over in my life. It is, and Revelator Deck, you're about done with your part on it. And I, well, I'm not going to say that, but all of the images are sketched out, yeah. except for one. Dang, um, I I did all the botanicals first. You know, right. I did all those because I just love that. Yeah. But there's one botanical that I'm missing. I went through the other night, and... I am missing Golden Seal. Oh. I've got a photograph I want to work from to do the drawing, but I haven't done it at oh. awful. No. And it's not hard to draw. I'll get that one done in the next, maybe when I'm in Georgia. Yeah. I'm going down to Georgia tomorrow and I'll have some time and after my talk. Maybe I'll work on it then. I'm going to take it all down with me. Well, it'll be interesting to see the folks who connect with the card deck to see what kind of people connect with the carpet. Yes, and it's been, it's also been interesting in the people who are quilters. Yeah. And they go, oh, yeah. oh, I like that quilt design. Oh, that would be fun. That quilt square is nice. So, I know, yeah, I've already told everybody I'm gonna do these quilt squares. I'm gonna do one of each of them. And we could do those, we could do those as giveaways or prizes or whatever you call them in Kickstarter. So if people yeah. gave a certain amount of money, they could get a, a quilt, quilt square. square. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, we could if you yeah. wanted to. Yeah. You'd be willing to part with one? Yeah, oh, of course. I mean, quilts, quilt squares are there for sharing, definitely. Are they? Okay. Yeah. I have never quilted. Oh, have you not? Mm -mm. Well, you're a hand, you've got kind of delicate well, hands. Now, I, I was the queen of crochet. Mm -hmm. for a while you know and I've always done stuff with my hands but no I just never have my family I don't know I don't know how they made these beautiful quilts up here because I never saw them actually make them but I know that they made them <laughs> we had those uh you remember those Salvation Army kind of the the ties the man's necktie mm -hmm. and then they would make quilt squares out of the men's yes. neck they made some beautiful yeah things. they make some beautiful things uh, my friend Gina Lamont down in Florida does cloaks out of silk neckties oh oh my gosh they are so beautiful and you would re you really have to look close at them to go oh oh that's a tie because you know she rip, she opens them up and spreads them out and irons them flat, so it's really just a big triangular piece of fabric. Perfectly cut yes. and shaped. Yes. And, yeah, I've seen them make beautiful flowers out yeah. of them. Yeah, with them. And skirts. Remember that was a thing in the eighties, I, I think, where skirts made out of neckties. I don't, but I always think about coat of many colors. Oh, that's our Dolly. Dolly, I love you, Dolly. <laughs> So we should tell the news about, I've got a relative now that is inside the Dollywood Oh park. my gosh. So we're getting closer, y'all. We're, we're not there yet. We're sneaking. We're yes, right. We're, one of these days, the road trip is just going to take us down to Sevierville, and we're just going to hang out. We're going to be like, like, show us where she goes where, and eats lunch. Yeah. So, Dolly in town today at all? Huh? <laughs> is she? What do you reckon she's? Huh? Buying shoes, you, you say? <laughs> I'm going to go down to Walmart and see if Dolly's getting her shoes. She probably would. Now, she, do you think she orders them? I'm sure she does. <laughs> and true. I bet, because she's a little bitty thing, I bet she's got tiny little feet. She what probably she does. I bet she's got tiny little yeah, feet. Yeah, she probably does. She probably does. Didn't she start out in a cabin? Oh, yeah. Somewhere out. At, well, it was an Didn't actual everybody. cabin. Didn't everybody. Well, well, not everybody, no. <laughs> but but I, I think I recall, it, I, it may be Loretta Lynn that I'm getting oh, it mixed up no, with. No, Loretta Lynn talks about that a lot. About the cabin. Uh, I, yeah. I think, though, that Dolly started in a cabin. Well, Her family, your family started in a cabin, and you got to go see one. Oh, my gosh. When we're doing the pre-show, y'all, uh, we're talking, well, what are we going to talk about? What are we going to talk about? And I said, well, I have to talk about my big adventure. Uh, on Saturday when I went to see the cabin that my great-great, I think that's all, great-great-grandparents lived in, and I'm assume, I assume they built it. And this was my, the way I talked about it on uh, Facebook was, this was my mama's, daddy's, mama's, mama and daddy. <laughs> <laughs> kind of zigzags around. That's how it works, Ellen. Yes. <laughs> mama's, daddy's, mama's. 
and it daddy's, was mom and daddy. Yeah, mom and daddy. Um, <laughs> it was this. I'm always playing around genealogy because I just love it. And then I'll find out horrifying things about my ancestors and go, well, I don't know if I love that, but it's a thing. So there you go. Um, and somewhere, maybe on Find a Grave, maybe, I don't know what website it was on. There was a picture of this cabin that was uh, that was misidentified as, as one family, but I knew it was the same group of people, same family, basically. And so I posted that picture on Facebook. And then I had all these people go, Oh, and it's down in Henderson County. People are all like, oh, I drive by that all the time. Let me just, uh, hang on, I'm going to go to Zillow and I'll tell you where that is. So they would give me the street address of whatever this cabin was and bless them. I mean, I really appreciate it. And then I would go to the Zillow on whatever the cabin was and it would go, this lovely cabin built in 1935. And I go, uh, no, because I know that my, my mama's daddy's mama was born in uh, like 1859, something like that. Anyway, she lived to be 104 or 5. Wow. And she remembered Lincoln. Wow. Yeah. Do you know, I mean, think about all the changes that she saw. She saw telephone. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Electricity, radio. Cars. Oh, yeah. Cars. Flying. flying. All that stuff. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I know it was built before then, and she wasn't the oldest child. So, hmm. yeah, that's a that's just an interesting thought to be that old to live until that age too. Yeah. Sorry, well, I can't quit thinking about. Well, that. and you know how they do that. What is it? Six degrees of separation from Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Um. So really, I'm kind of was that one and a half or two degrees away from Lincoln because she remembered Lincoln, and she held me. Oh. So that was like a hundred years difference. Wow. Almost a hundred years difference. Wow. Yeah, this it's is, hard to kind of wrap your head around it, isn't it? It really is. I love it, though. I so it. so I kept thanking people and saying, oh, yeah, that is a beautiful, beautiful cabin. But it was built, you know, a hundred years or 150 years too late or whatever. Um, and then this friend of mine said, oh, no, I, I really know where that cabin is. And she sent me a picture. And it was exactly... Exactly the same. So the chimney was the same. The size of the windows were the same. All that stuff. And she said, and I, I know where this is. And I'm going to see if I can arrange for you to see it. Oh. And then she had done so. She and I are cousins back, back, back. Well, back to this family, actually. Because she's related to the elder son of that family. Oh. Okay. Whose, whose younger sister was the woman who knew, who had, who remembered Lincoln and who held me. So she, it took a little while to get it all worked out with the current owner who is also part of that family. So the cabin is still in the family and it had been moved to its present location and I'm assuming restored because it, it was pristine. It was wow. so beautiful. No electricity, no running water, of course. Fireplace on either end, two rooms with an upstairs loft nice. bedroom and the loft the pa the floor panels of the loft had not been used so oh. i don't know if the loft itself was not in condition to to re to reuse and so they had to reconstruct what it was like or cuz you know you can tell look i'm looking at the floor here and it has been very well used these were they were old boards, but they, nobody had walked on mm -hmm. them for a hundred years or something. Wow. So, yeah, oh my gosh, it was so amazing. And I've got the address of the woman who owns it so I can send her a thank you note and ask her about a couple things in it. So, yeah, it was amazing. It was so, I, I mean, I was, y'all, you probably can't imagine this. I know Alicia can't imagine it. I was really speechless. I'm a, I almost didn't say anything the whole time I was in there. What? I... I, and I would touch the wall, mm -hmm. and I would just feel it, feel it, feel it. And y'all know, y'all know I'm a weirdo, so I'm just gonna say this right out loud. And whoever hears this will hear it and go, oh, "Yeah, no, it's Byron. She's a weirdo." So there was a great big old Bible on the table, and there are pictures, family pictures, and you know, a, an oil lamp and all this stuff. So there's a big old Bible, 
And of course, there's no light. We've got all the doors open and the, there's not covers on the windows, so there's a little bit of light. So I open up this big old Bible and just kind of, I'm just kind of looking through it and I'm touching it very, very carefully. And I look up to, the, to my right and I can see somebody and they are looking at me and they are shaking their head like, uh-uh, uh-uh, lady. And I just, I nodded a little bit and I just closed it up. <laughs> and I, I, nod, I looked back at him, nodded again, and then I just went on my merry way. And then every time I was about to touch something, I would do like this, almost touching it. And I'd look all around, look to the right, <laughs> I'd look to the left, is somebody going to tell me not to touch this? Because, I, I mean, I won't. Okay, <laughs> then I'm going to touch it. How did it make you feel when you first, when you first saw the outside of it, for real? I felt like I've been struck by lightning because this is a side of the family that I don't know a whole lot about. I mean, a little bit because that same great-grandmother, um, we used to visit their farm all the time, uh -huh. her son's farm, son and daughter-in-law's farm, and I was very close to all of them uh, and used to, you know, my the joy of my life was we'd go out there on Saturday morning and they would hold off gathering the eggs <laughs> and they would hand me... Uh, either like a, um, a, a tub or a basket or whatever, a colander is what I was trying to think of. So hand me a colander and go, well, no, now you need to go get the eggs. That's your job. <laughs> and I would go and collect up the eggs. And then, um, and that's where I learned how to milk a cow because they had oh. a little dairy herd. I mean, it was, it was significant for me. But I didn't know, you know. I didn't have connections past that, so it was amazing. I feel like I've been struck with light. I still haven't really processed it because mm. it was such a huge weekend this weekend, y'all. Mm. My kids were up here, and I had a house guest, and it's just one thing after another. So I, I haven't had the quiet for one thing and the time to myself to just sit and go. I was in, I walked around in the house where my great-great-grandparents lived and where my great grandmother was born mm. and all of that all of that well okay so when you walked into the house how did that make you feel I do this thing when I walk into um, almost any house I put my right hand up on the on the frame of the door and I say to myself bless this house and all who enter here and I've always said I've said that for decades. So I did that. I put my hand up there and I kind of closed my eyes and took a deep breath and said, bless this house and all who enter here. And I could feel a hand over my hand. Huh. And then I very slowly and carefully walked in. Of course, I had my phone. So I make all the pictures, all the pictures. <laughs> and I took the phone and I just, the first thing I did was lay it on the oilcloth on the table and I just laid it down. Because oh. I just wanted to be in that place yeah. and not be making a record of it for later, but to experience it right then. So I did that. That's exactly the theme song of, of my week this past week has huh. been to tell myself to quit analyzing it. Because it's like over at the shop, I can't, I can't explain the stuff that happens. Yeah. Here, here at Weird Mountain, I can't explain the stuff that happens. Yeah. There at that shop, I can't explain it. I could, so I need to just quit. Is my point? Is quit trying to figure it out. And and I I have I managed to do that a little bit this week, and I, I'm happy about it. But basically, it's when I've been busy. Yeah. Then I experience it, but it doesn't hit me until yes. later. Yes. And so I've had some really weird, wild stuff. In the last, just this last weekend from being at the shop, mm -hmm. I cannot explain it. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. But yeah. So it's like the less, the less odd it seems to me, the more I notice happening. Yes. If that make, does that it make does sense? sense? Yes, it makes sense to me. Does it make sense to y'all? Hmm. And I, I get quiet like I'm listening. Like they're going to answer back. Wouldn't you feel strange if it did? That was one not of the things. Not in this house. No, no not in this house, actually. Not in this house right. at all. I've, I've had very little sound phenomenon here. Very mm -hmm. little. 
But uh, that's exactly what happened over there Sunday. I may cut this whole part out, but because it just sounds unbelievable. Not Sunday, Monday. Um, they've got this sound system. It's like this little thing. Yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You plug it in or you Bluetooth to it or whatever. And I use my own iPad because I like my songs, my track listening. And so I had it, and all of a sudden it just started, the song that was playing started sounding like it was in an echo chamber. Hmm. It was strange. And so I, it didn't even occur to me. I was opening the store trying to get some stuff done. Yeah. Wasn't thinking about it. Went over there and adjusted the, the thing, you know. And yeah. then as I'm walking away, it kind of goes, and then it just stopped. The song just stopped. And then I hear a male voice go, blah, 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 hear you, blah, blah, blah. And then mm. dead silence. <laughs> oh, long. And then the song started back again. And it's like, what the hell just happened? But he, the, the voice was probably my Siri. Because mm -hmm. oh, you got the English man. Yeah, I've got yeah. the male voice, yeah. And, but the only thing I could understand from it were the words, hear you. Huh. And it was like, blah, 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 hear you, blah, blah, and then dead silence. Wow. And even that didn't strike me until I was driving home <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I wish y'all could see her face right now. It, I, her I eyes was, are as big as saucers. It, because, I, I mean, that was striking. Because you know that's right beside the altar. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. It could be we can't hear you, or it could be hear you. We do hear you, or it yeah. could be nothing at all except a coincidence. Except in all the years that I've had these digital devices, I've never heard one do that or wow, anything close that's to that. Interesting. Yeah, I've never huh. had one do that. So there you go. Huh. That whole yeah. thing may be just edited right out because it's what, crazy. What, well, I mean, we're, yeah, we're, it is we're talking crazy because we're weirdos. Because we are the That's right. <laughs> yeah, we're the weirdos, mister. Don't worry about it yeah. at all. Yeah, I'm. what do they call that? Clairaudient. Because I, I am more likely to hear something than to see something. They, uh, in the paranormal world, they call that an EVP, electronic voice phenomenon. Oh, uh, yeah, and I learned that early on. But it's not electronic. It's just a voice phenomenon. It well, yeah, but I yeah. But I mean, yes, if you yes. get it recorded, it's an electronic voice phenomenon. I get it. I mean, I told you about that in search of episode that had mm -hmm. that that audio of that person saying, "I've come up for Betty." Yeah. And it's like when I heard that, ugh, I was terrified for some reason. Yeah. I was yeah. I was young though. I was. Wait a minute. I was ten years old. Yeah, that's so, that's young. Yeah. That's young, and that's that's scary stuff. It scared me when I heard. That I was. don't know. I gotta tell you, people scare me more than yeah. <laughs> spirits do, and you know, I'm gonna knock on wood about that. Oh yeah. Mostly, that is true. There was a video a friend of mine sent. Golly, it made me so mad. She was out in West by God Buncombe County, my old stomping ground, and she wasn't driving fast enough to suit whoever, whatever jackass is behind her. So he spun around in front of her and then stopped dead in the road and got out of his car, flipped her off, double birds, then he got back in his car and he got eggs out and he started egging her damn car. And I thought, buddy, you, you could have stopped and you could have flipped me off and I would have been like reaching for the shillelagh because I didn't know if you were going to have a gun somewhere. But by the time you came out with an egg, I would have busted your damn windshield. And then I've been going for your kneecaps. Because that's I'm old and I'm cranky. <laughs> and you're going to have to hit me pretty goddamn hard with uh, an egg to get me not to bust you up. I don't doubt that at all. Holy but you know, the only thing I would go for the kneecaps first. If I no. ever get upset enough to... No, to, I'd yeah. want to scare him with the sound of glass shattering, <laughs> smacking up again. And it wasn't even, and of course she, my friend, went to the police and said, I got this. She got it all on video, of yeah. course. And the police said, well, there's really, you know, we're going to run the tag, but it, this car doesn't belong to a man. It belongs to a woman. And 
we don't know what that relationship is and you know I mean we send a detective out but I mean there wasn't a lot of damage it was just eggs and blah, blah, blah. there was Whatever. a lot of damage emotionally well, I tell you what ass sucker's face is all over social media and I somebody is gonna narc him and then we're and then then it's on with him it's is, on is there any way to legally find out who what name is associated with the tag I don't know <laughs> I don't know if there's a legal way to do yeah. that okay because I think mostly the police don't give out that information I was gonna say if they would give that information out then and then you could maybe go and snoop around on a pro on their well, Facebook or, profile or something yeah or or you know go talk to them and say who was using your car yesterday because this is what they did and I want to know them who a that picture, was send them the video yeah I want to know who that was because I got some hexing to do yeah, well because they have some anger issues they do now see that is so much nicer because obviously I have anger issues and my third first thought about that was not look at him wasting those good eggs See, my first thought was, I would hope that my shillelagh was close to my hand. I didn't have to get down the trunk because I'd be out with that thing popping it against my hand like a billy club. Like, buddy, you better get back in that damn car because mama's coming. My first thought was, what an asshole. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And then... I mean, who does that kind of crap? It, people who are entitled or people who are on the edge. Yeah. Absolutely, and you're right. You're which right. one is it? Is he on the edge? He's he both of those things, and he's he's a young man with too much testosterone and and road rage and whatever else. That it's road a, rage is—I mean, road rage is—it's a thing, and it's a real thing. Yeah, it's like something just comes over him, mm -hmm. and and that I've, mm, I've, mm, mm. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> mm. Well, you've We're ridden with me. Mm. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. You've ridden with me. I drive like a granny. Come on. Because I'm not in a hurry. I'm not in enough of a hurry to get myself hurt. I dug my keys into the side of his pretty little suit-up four-wheel drive. Carved my name into his leather seats. That would be you. I took a Louisville slugger to both headlights. Slashed a hole in all four tires. Yeah, hell yes. That is exactly what I dream I am. Now, you know, if it happened to me, I wouldn't even have had the presence of mind to videotape it. I'd just been had my jaw hanging out like, what is wrong with you, you dumb jackass? And then you would just turn into a little tornado. Well, I don't know. I would have been doing this. I'd been doing the penis shrimp spell like, hope you enjoyed using it because you ain't going to use your wiener no more. <laughs> some of us want to throw a rock and some of us just want to run off yep and some of us just lose our minds I, I, I don't know but I, I always there, there are days when everything has been so fraught and so crazy that I think today is a day some sucker is gonna they're gonna challenge me on something and Granny is gonna get out of the car with the shillelagh, and he's gonna be the end. They're either gonna shoot me, or I'm gonna kneecap them and stand <laughs> over their corpse laughing. Be like, does it hurt now? Does it hurt? And just watch him scream and rolling on the ground. Oh my God, my knees. Does it hurt? <laughs> I've had that fantasy. I, I can't help it, it. And it is a fantasy. I mean, I don't want to hurt anybody. I want. I'm the kind of person who wants to sit down and go. Son, why are you so mad today? Have you just had a bad day? Did you drink too much coffee? What is it, baby? You want to do that until they piss you off. Uh-huh. And then that's that's kind of it. And it's like we can all be pushed into something. Lordy. Oh, Isn't it the truth? And I, yeah. I just don't want to. It, that I'm going to tell you, the older I get, frankly, the easier it is to piss me off. It was when I was child-rearing, when you've got youngins around, you have got to, you know, you got to be yeah. your best self, and it's important to model for them how you deal with adversity. All that stuff is true, but as I said earlier, my youngin is 30 years old now, so I ain't got to model nothing for nobody. No. no. And plus, I mean, I just don't. I ain't got no plus to add to it, because one of these days, somebody bam, will push you too far. They're going to push me too far. Who was that? 
It was way inappropriate. It was a TV show, I think. One of these days, bam, right in the kiss. Right in the kiss. <laughs> Who was What's that? that? Um, uh, the Honeymooners? Because I know that was to the moon, Alice, to the moon. Yeah, I think it was. A, I think it was. A, how did I even know that? Um, who knows? That's weird. Well, I'm going to jump back in time because I'm holding my handheld computing device. And uh, there is a replica of Dolly's cabin at Dollywood. Really? But her childhood home still stands. It wasn't much of a house, it says here, but it was home to Dolly and her family. Isn't that sweet? Yeah, it is. And it's in Sevierville. Yep, it sure is. Sevierville. Sevierville. That's the place people go get married. Yeah. A lot of people huh. go there to these little chapels and they go get married. I remember that. And I remember Ober Gatlinburg. Oh, Ober Gatlinburg. Yes. Mm, I had some great herring at Ober Gatlinburg. Yes, oh yes. And yeah. you know, our friends Twelfth of Day, now I always think about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because they're in that area and well, the fire. Gatlinburg was always the place uh, in, when I was in high school, a little bit in college, that's where we went to play, was over in Gatlinburg. Right, not Cherokee. Yeah. Because no, that's when so you're in Cherokee. elementary school, you like Cherokee. Yeah. When you get a little older, Gatlinburg. you want to go, because they had mixed drinks. Right, and, and, <laughs> and then in college, really, the place we played was Underground Atlanta. We go down to Atlanta. I loved Underground oh, Atlanta. Oh gosh, me too. I did, man. I does that even still exist? Well, there was a big fire there, and I think there, I think it still does sort of exist, but not like it was. It was the bomb. It was. Oh wait, oh, you can't say gosh. that. Excuse me. It, it was, was real the, good. Yeah, it was really good. It was fun. <laughs> we had a lot of fun there. <laughs> oh lordy, yeah. A um, friend of mine was. Uh, he and his family decided to camp in the Smokies and they ended up in some campground they didn't like very well and they had to drive through Gatlinburg in at the height of the tourist season uh -huh. I thought oh Lord it was not a pleasant experience they they said they would probably not come back to there oh I don't they yeah. would camp in a different location it was like Gatlinburg is I mean I say Asheville's a tourist trap but Gatlinburg is a tourist trap it's unabashed about it too. yeah no question and, and you never want to go there on in basically any evening on Friday or Saturday. No. It, and you know, just like you never want to be on the strip on Myrtle Beach. No. Nope. On Friday, you never want to be on Pennsylvania Avenue at 3 p.m. on Friday in D.C. Oh. Uh, you know, I mean, there's certain. You places. don't want to be on Patton Avenue Friday or Saturday oh, night by 11. Do people still do that though? I, I don't bet they know. Asheville has gotten so tame and awful. What she's talking about is people <laughs> would people would drive Patton Avenue and they would cruise. That's what we uh -huh. call it. And but drag race. It, yep. But it wasn't cruising like they do out west <clears throat> where they have, you know, all these fancy cars and they bounce up and down and shit like that. The cruising on Patton Avenue was just people going, Hey, we're out tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and they park at the down at the bottom of the parking lot at Kmart or, or Sky, at Sky City, City. Yeah. and just hang out because there was nothing for nothing for people to do really. I remember seeing this guy. We used to call him Leo Batfish. <laughs> that, that's a great name for a band. Actually. Oh well, he was a mess. Ladies and gentlemen, yeah, he was gentlemen a, and your ladies. Uh, somebody dared him, and he got on his little motor scooter. And it wasn't a big one. It was one of those little... A Dewey? Yeah. Naked, except for his tennis shoes. Oh, And ow. up, he he cruised Patton Avenue until he got pulled over, I guess. I'll yeah. never forget seeing... And I was thinking, ow, doesn't that hurt? Because they were kind of sticking oh, out. And, yeah, ow. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like that'd be at all comfortable, but he was probably high as a kite. I'm sure he was. Uh, we, you know, he'd been... He'd had some beers, maybe, and had perhaps had a little liquor. He and his good friend Jim Bean oh. probably been hanging out in the afternoon. Or some of that, what is that punch that they would drink back then? What is the punch? Purple Jesus? No, it's a fruit punch. PJ. Uh, PJ means purple Jesus. Oh, okay. <laughs>
Uh, I mean, yeah, where, where everybody brings some kind of liquor and you pour it all together and with some yeah, fruit juice and you let your you let your fruit soak in yeah. uh, pure alcohol yeah. like moonshine or something. And sometimes you would just put a garbage bag in a garbage can. You mix it in there. Yeah. Oh. I drank it. I put my hand up to that one. I did it. Oh, it's awful. It's awful, but <laughs> boy, it gets you drunk fast, and that was the point, really. Well, I don't think he was drunk because he was driving the sickle pretty straight, but, uh. but you know, I remember getting behind him in the car, and there's his naked butt looking Good. right at us. Good Lord. You know? <laughs> I tell you, you know, you can get a lot, get away with a lot in Asheville, North Carolina, um, but they do not like your bottom part to be naked. That is again the law. Again the law. So a woman can just have big old flops, flopping here and there, naked as a jaybird from the waist up. No problem with that. It is absolutely legal in North Carolina for a woman to go topless. That's absolutely But right. bottomless, no ma'am. I wonder and why no that sir. is. I don't know. Hmm. Maybe it's a hygiene thing. They think if you're, you know, your butt's naked, you're gonna leave some butt germs. I don't know. It was. It did look a little, you know, I know disgusting. Nasty. I mean, I, I'm, I like a butt as well as anybody else, but I do like a butt. I yeah. am a, a nice I'm rounded a bit, butt. I, I'm a little bit of a butt woman myself. But <laughs> that's just y'all don't even know no more about that than you already know. We've so already we've you. said too much. We've said. Oh no, <laughs> the weird mountain gals have said too much. Too much. Uh, it is Weird Wednesday. I believe we need to go live today. I don't know. We could, I guess. We could just go live and say hey on, but nobody cares. Nobody will even notice. No, yes, they will notice. They'll be like, golly, well, last time I saw her, she at least had some damn lipstick on. Well, you've Look been out her. in the garden. I'll put on my sunglasses and yeah. we wear our tequila drinking hats. Oh, It'll be lovely. We can do that. And we have not even been drinking tequila. No. Though it's hard to say because I've, I've been running off at the mouth for the whole time. Yeah, but that's not that's not what happens if you drink tequila. Do you know what happens if you drink tequila? Yes, I do. You start, <laughs> yeah. Yes, you do. You've been there. You start hitting things on the table. Whap, whap, whap when you talk. Do I? Yes. You go, whap, well, and that's how that, you make your point. But that's with Irish wit with whiskey. I don't think you've ever seen me drink tequila. Maybe not. Yeah, you're probably right. I probably haven't. Do you have any here? I do not. Oh, well, then I haven't. No. So. Well, we will have to have a tequila session at some point. <laughs> I, can, I am, un, unlike a lot of people, tequila does not make me crazy and doesn't make me bulletproof and all that stuff. I just get kind of smiley about it. <laughs> you know, it's like, oh, here we are, drinking tequila. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell on all of us now that years ago a bunch of my adult girl friends uh, we called ourselves the bad girls and we used to go camping <laughs> together and all that stuff. So the our younguns, not my young because she was too young, but some of the other ones, younguns were that they were at that age they were gonna drink tequila. Oh. So we went to one of one of their houses, and so the adult women were on the front porch with a bottle of very good mezcal and we were having our shots of tequila and all was good and the girls were inside and they were listening whatever crap music teenagers listened to then and and they were laughing and giggling and it got louder and louder and the women on the porch just got quieter and quieter <laughs> because we were just drinking tequila like grown-ups do with a little bit of lime and some uh, and these girls are making margaritas or whatever and periodically, one of them would come running out the door, and you'd hear the screen door open, you know, that bam, yeah. open, and they would hurl themselves, hurling over the, the railing oh. on the front porch, oh. and the, you know, the mamas are just sitting there like, uh-huh, you're never going to want to drink tequila like it, this again, yeah. are you, honey? And then they'd like wipe themselves off and go back in, and at one point, one of them came out with the bottle and he went, Oh, this is so gross. There's a worm in the bottom of the bottom of this. And one of the other mamas, the mama of the girls who said that, just put her hand out and said, Give that here. Give that to mama. And, and so, gunk. And then we all were smiling, nodding. And somebody said, Eat the worm, see the vision. And the teenagers were just like, Oh my God! They just ate the worm! <laughs> it was hilarious. Hilarious. And it, oh my God. <laughs> and then, them youngins now, because they're all like 35 years old, 
<laughs> they say, remember the time y'all let us drink tequila? And we're like, oh yeah. <laughs> we are never going to forget that. That was too damn funny. You cannot do anything like that today. No. Not in today's oh, world. Oh, no, no, no. Mm -mm. You can't play certain music anymore. I mean, stuff we grew up with, songs we grew up with, you can't do that. So most of them I didn't like anyway, like Young Girl. And well, some of that stuff is awful. Some of it is, yeah. But about, still. Come on, you sweet young thing with the hot shorts, get in my car. It's like, what are you, a child molester? What oh, that's, that's Chevy Van that you're yeah. talking about. That's the ultimate one. The oh, ultimate. Yeah. And it's like, it made it sound so Innocent. romantic yeah. and just wonderful. Oh, she was just walking down the road. <sighs> and I picked her up. <laughs> it was fine. And then we fell in love in my Chevy van. Until Is I kicked love? her out. Until I kicked her out, exactly. A couple days later. Oh, golly. Y'all, I just want to give all the people out there, but mostly women, the advice that you can love someone and not be in a relationship with them. I hear too many times from these little women who are like, but you don't understand, he's an awful, slimy piece of garbage, but I love him. Mm. You know what? I've loved people that I'm not currently in a relationship with. I might still love them, but I'm not going to be in a relationship with them. I sure as hell ain't going to marry them. Well, why would you? Well, because you have low self-esteem and it's somebody that finally paid you a little bit of attention. It, that's the problem. It I, is. I know somebody who is not satisfied unless there's a romance in their life. Uh, uh. You don't need to have romance in your life to have a good life. You don't need to have somebody in the throes of, of, of falling in love with you. It does feel good, but science is what finally convinced me about it. Science tells me that it's actually physically unhealthy to be falling in love. So you fall in love for an extended period of time. It is because of your heart you, rate. I thought and you got all good endorphins. And you get the stress things. That uh, the, I forget the what they cortisol. call them. Cortisols. It gives you big belly and all. That and stuff. it's yeah, you get a lot of that, and you get you have you know it pulls on your heart, your cardiac. I'm not saying like the emotional heart. I'm saying the physical You're, heart. That thing thumping in your chest. <laughs> yeah, that heart. thing thumps harder for longer wow. in a less healthy way. There's also some question about what it does up in your brain as far as when you're... Oh yeah, my I, know, gosh. I know, so being in love feels good, but what happens is the endorphins hide what's happening. It's like when you break your leg. Oh, yeah. You can survive yeah. the pain because the endorphins at some point will kick in huh. and they mask what's going on. So oh my God. In, I mean, the people ah, who are chasing ah, love. We we are not the answer to your love problems, are we? So oh, like, get no. out. Well, you're not having love problems. You're having self-esteem problems. Yes, absolutely. You know, you're, absolutely. You're, but is it really somebody's fault? Because you get raised up thinking, especially in Appalachia, uh, you get raised up thinking that you need to have them babies, them little uh -huh. lessons. And you, you got you, got to get you a man. A man is the I most gotta important thing. I got to have me a man and then have some young and have some grandbabies. Yeah, and it's like that's their career path. Yeah. Is, is child rearing. I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. But I'm saying that there is a choice involved. Well, and sometimes women don't have, they feel like they don't have a choice. Well, they don't know that they have a choice. Yep. That's so yep. sad. It really it is. is. But you don't need, you don't, honestly, there's a choice if anybody listening out there is wondering. Yeah. And exactly what you said. Yeah. You, you don't have to be responsible for an irresponsible human. No. You don't. No. You can see them occasionally. You can have a good conversation with them. You can go have sex with them for all I care. But that doesn't mean that you're responsible for them. No. It, you know. It, it can't be. It can't be. Yeah. Well, anyway, oh, I, sorry. Probably, you know what? We probably have, have, have. What is the word I'm looking for? And I'll cut all that out too. We are where we say we've said one thing, then we say the other thing. <laughs> Devil's so, advocate. Yeah, we we have probably just just. Oh, I can't remember the damn word. <laughs> it's like revoke. There's actually a word for it. And that's what I was thinking, and they, uh, I think I heard it on Saturday Night Live not too long ago. That's what I put it in my brain. But we, we say what we have put this side out there, you know, the side yeah, that says yeah, you don't have yeah. to be responsible, 
But then even when I say that word, the, that sentence, I think, well, but there is some, there are some relationships that you have responsibilities in. But that's kind of the point. They're relationships. Well, and when you have, the thing about having the responsibilities is, you both have responsibilities. Yeah. It's not just one person has all the responsibilities and the other person gets to just do all the work. Or not well, or do reap nothing. all the rewards. Reap all the rewards, and somebody else is doing all the work. That's not. That's not healthy. Mm -mm. It's really not healthy at all. And it doesn't mean like I grew up where my my mother did not work outside the home. And to be honest, she didn't work much inside the home either. <laughs> Let me just be clear. But she didn't work outside the home. But if you if you are in the relationship where one of you is the stay at home parent and one of you is out to work, bless you if you can live that way. Yeah. But that, that doesn't mean that you're not equal partners because you're still equal partners. Right, work is work. Yeah, you still have responsibilities. Everybody's got responsibilities. But I don't know. People, uh, people got to do what they got to do. And sometimes what they got to do is something that's hard. And sometimes people just fall into things and then they wonder why it is they got stuck. Yeah. Because, I mean, I've been in situations where you look around six months later and you go, well, how, how'd I get here? Yeah. I, I don't know. How'd I get here? Yeah, I've been there. Yeah. Gosh, y'all. We are full of bad advice so, today. Yeah. Probably oh, should just have a cup of coffee and leave us busy. Yeah. Yes, probably. Uh, you made me think of that uh, Tom Petty song, American Girl. Do you know that song? Yes. Yes, she was an American girl. Yeah, I love that song. But that, that's what this relationship conversation kind of felt like to me. Yeah. So if y'all can do that, women, if you want to, you can go up to that hotel and be yourself for one night. <laughs> <laughs> Standing on the corner in Winslow, Arizona. Yeah. There's a girl, my lord, a flatbed Ford. Man, I wish I had a flatbed Ford. So God, nice. wouldn't that be a great thing to have? They're so nice. I would not be cruising looking for boys, though. I'd be loading up a bunch of manure and, you know, mulch. I'd, I'd be looking on, on that internet to find myself a nice truck tent. Yes. Yeah. If I had a flatbed yes. Ford, I'd put a tent in it, and that would be, you know, what I use to camp. Because what I've got now is kind of a station wagon. Yeah. And it's cool. If I want to camp in it, I can. And they do make a tent for it. Uh, they make two kinds. One that's got, it's kind of got a flat, flat floor, and you have to climb up the ladder. It's yeah. on top of your car. Uh -huh. yeah. And then the other one just fits on the mouth of the back of the tent. Yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, it's okay. I had a friend anyway. who had one of those, um, and that was nice for one person. You know, yeah. it wasn't hard to set up, and it was really convenient for her. She liked it. Uh, I tell you, when I had my truck and I put a, a tent on my truck. It was the most convenient and the most comfortable uh, thing ever because it would fit a mattress, yeah, a regular mattress. Yeah. So I had a regular mattress that I would sleep on. And I remember that at the end of the camping trip, because especially if I was camping super local, mm -hmm. which I would do down at the farm, uh, at the end of the camping trip, everybody else would do would have to just be so tired, and they'd have to pack everything up, and then they'd have to take it home and unpack it. And I got to skip one of those steps. Yeah. Because all I had to do was break the tent down, and then and all my stuff was right there in it. Nice. No break, and then I could just take it, put it in the driveway, get a good night's sleep, and unpack uh -huh. it the next day. And that's the way to travel. That's the way to camp. Yes. Y'all, I'm laughing right now because right across the room is my tent and I've oh, yeah. got my sleeping bag out on the clothesline to air out a little bit because I'm going to be doing some camping in a couple weeks uh, up to Wisteria in Ohio. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Oh, that is the sweetest little tent. And it's they, they say it's a, a four-person tent, but it's just about big enough for me and a cooler. And I got I've, four very close people. Yes, very <laughs> close people. I have slept in there with one other person, uh, but yeah, it's good. It's easy to put up too. Have you seen those tents that you just throw it like a frisbee and it just pops up yes. and it opens up? Those are cool. And the ones it's like an umbrella. You just put the center post in and you go whoop and boop. Well, that'd be pretty nice. Yes, easy. I, this one's easy there too. The one that I want. 
If I if money was no object, and I could just buy any tent, mm -hmm. it is it's shaped like an igloo, like yes. you know, kind of rounded, and it's clear. It's completely clear. Huh. So if you wanted privacy, you'd have to put up some sort of a yeah. a curtain around yourself. But if you were in the woods alone, you mm. could just you could just leave it and. It would be like sleeping. Oh, yeah. In a, oh, I would just love that. And you that. could see when the raccoon came and started scratching on the tent. You could see what was scratching uh -huh. on the tent. Yeah. You could see up above you at night if you had a sky. All the spiders and granddaddy long legs ah, just settled on your tent. Yeah. Did yeah. they bother me? No. Oh, I, ooh, I don't like a spider. Wouldn't oh. you like to know, though? Because then you could go whap on the tent and knock it off before you came outside. I don't know. I you could know. see the bear. Yeah. Sniffing around. And it could see you, too. It could get a visual on you like, hey, there's a naked woman sitting in there. I wonder if she's got any Fritos. Mm -hmm. I love Fritos. I like Fritos and I like legs. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I love camping, though. I don't get to do it. I don't choose to do it nearly often enough. I, I haven't been camping nearly enough in the last couple of years. No, but that's neither. getting ready to change. I yes, miss it. I feel good about camping again, and I'm somewhat organized. Although I do have a lot of work that yes. is kind of that I'm doing right now. A lot of projects and stuff, but that doesn't stop me from camping. No. I, I mean, if I really want to camp, I can take my work with me if I had to. Well, and I've been, uh, I've been obnoxious about my last two books that I wrote. I wrote them on a, in notebooks, so I could be out camping. And I mean, you could do that also with a computer. But I'd be sitting by the fire drinking some tea, or oh come, well, let's be honest, I'd be sitting by the fire drinking some whiskey, <laughs> and and just writing about well, now as the earth changes and shifts. As we go from one season to another, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. And so I'm writing this new book about Appalachia called The Ragged Wound, and I'm going to work on that this summer while I'm scooter pooping around, camping. I'm, I'm glad for you, and, and I'm also kind of sorry for you because I know that you've got so much work that it's going to be tough to get it all done. I'm just going to be <coughs> talking and writing and eating Eating Vienna sausages because yeah, I bought me some today. The original kind, right? Not yes. those fake brands. Armor Vienna sausages. <laughs> Libby's, I like Libby's too. Do they not taste salty to you? Yeah, they, they taste salty? real salty to me. Yeah. But you know, me and you are the people that have to watch our blood sugar. Yes, and when are. I get hungry, and there's, you know, people are saying, well, come on over. We fried up a bunch of taters. <laughs> and, you know, and it's like, well, I believe I'll just stay here and have me some Vienna sausages and a piece of cheese. We're going to have some grits to go with it. Yes, we're going to have grits and taters. And we got some pasta salad if you'd like yeah, some of that. Maybe like, no. some corn. Yeah. No, thank you. I believe I'll just have some fake meat. I'll have some, I'll have some it's, big lips. It's, it's not, yeah, I was going to say, it's not <laughs> fake meat. You're just not sure what kind of meat it is. I had the funniest conversation with the butcher at the grocery store today. Um, he came out, he was putting some meat out, and I said, how are you doing? He said, I'm doing great. How are you doing? And I said, I'm doing great too. And you know why? Because look at us, standing here surrounded by meat. <laughs> and he laughed. He and I have this funny relationship. We talk about all kinds of stuff. Um, did you ask him what was in the Vienna sausage? No, ma'am, I did not. But what I said was, yeah, I've been hearing about this big hacking thing. And I thought, oh no, what if there's going to be a shortage of meat? He said, well, there is going to be a shortage of meat because they don't have people in the processing plants. There's not enough people working. So we had this wonderful conversation about how important meat is. Mm -hmm. And I'm all about meat. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I love meat. I told you I have a friend who likes meat with a side of meat. Yes, yes, I have meat and a lot of uh, fresh vegetables coming out of my garden. That's the thing. Right now. That's the thing. I'm going to go home today and pick peas. Well, I better let you go because... I know, because we got to be live. In just a minute, yeah. yeah. And not only that, but it's going to rain this evening, so if you're going to do garden work... I just have to pick peas. I can do that in the rain, but I do have to get my uh, my sleeping bag off the clothesline. Okay. Yeah. Shall we start an Appalachian goodbye? Well, 
About time to head to the house, Alicia. Yeah, looks like it could be getting to be that time. So you gotta drag the sentences that's out. That's right. And look, it the the clouds are coming in, clabbering up a little bit, as my old daddy used to say. You reckon we're gonna see some rain? We might get rain today, mm -hmm. and I I need to get some stuff off the line that I left, cause you know. I don't want to have to wash it again and hang it back out on the line. Oh, no. no. Why would you do that? Well, what you going to have for supper tonight? Tonight, I think we're, well, we had fish yesterday. Oh. So, I think tonight we're going to have a salad. Oh, I love me a salad with some meat on it. It's going to have <laughs> turkey and it will have some white cheese. Oh. And it will have some sort of other meat. I don't yes. know what else. That sounds very good. And it will just have whatever's left over in the refrigerator. Well, that sounds like a good, good supper. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Well, I hope y'all are having a good supper, too, if you're listening to this in the e of the evening. Of the evening, of yeah. Of the evening. And Miss Alicia, it's always a pleasure to spend time with you in Weird Mountain. You too, Miss Byron. I want you to take care of yourself when you're out traveling. I will do my best to do that. And y'all, I'm going to try to do some stuff from the road. So that might be Weird, weird Mountain on the road without Alicia. But I will yeah. always, you know, I'll call her name and I'll tell stories about her. I'll talk about her like a dog. Because she won't be there and be like, let me tell you what Alicia did the other day. She's never going to tell you this, but I'm going to tell you. So that is the Appalachian traditional farewell. And, well, I'm going to get to the house now. You be careful on the road, okay, young Yes, yes. Right. I will. And I'll see you soon. All right. Bye now. Bye now. Bye. Hey, thank you for spending your time with us here at Weird Mountain Gals. We sure do appreciate it. You know, I know time is the most important thing we have, so I promise that if you take your time to listen to us, we'll take our time to continue to be weird. Many thanks to Sunslice Records for all the help. We couldn't do it without you, Craig. Check out our social media for information, community, or a few laughs. WYRD Mountain Gals.